Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. Hello, hello, y'all. Happy December. What's up, what's up? Happy holidays, happy holidays. (laughs) Yes, welcome back to another week. I was about to say another day, another dollar, but these dollars are these dollars been leaving. Haven't they? Especially during this season. I'm thankful for Christmas Club. I do Christmas Club every year. Yeah, because if I buy your gifts, Mm -hmm. yeah, if I didn't like, um, people would be sol because my holiday dollars are allotted to myself. So Christmas Club allows me to not be selfish. <laughs> and get other people that's some good. things. Yeah. That's good. I'm so bad because I haven't done any real Christmas shopping. Um, not for real. So my family is SOL. I'm like, y'all, oh. I don't even know what to do at this point. I feel like I'm just gonna have to start writing checks. I girl, I, listen, I let me tell you, CBS and Walgreens are always open. They have this is true. a lovely gift card section um for, for everything. everything so does best buy best buy has a oh, solid yeah. gift card, gift card collection i went by there yesterday so yeah i'm done except for my um the custodial staff at my job that was the hardest because i wanted to get them something just because they have been doing above and beyond yes um, oh my gosh this year but it's also a lot of them and i'm like cause i was asking for gift ideas and people like gift card and so i was like i gotta buy for six people you know i'm not trying to give a five dollar gift so, card. exactly <laughs> this is what i have always done with my coworkers because it's a total of 10 of us in the office so you know that can really add up you know and especially mm-hmm. gift card that's that's not but this is what I always do. I always go and get a mug from the Dollar Tree. I get mm. a box of Swiss Miss, which is also a dollar. And it's oh, an eight or a ten pack. Okay. And then I get a dollar okay. box of candy canes, which is usually like a ten or twelve pack. And oh, that's then smart. That's so smart. I get the little like thank you cards. They're just like the little like holiday pack cards. And it's like five mm-hmm. in a pack for a dollar. So I end up my total is usually somewhere around eight to ten dollars. And I can make that's a good. gift for all ten of them. Like I put the hot chocolate, the peppermint stick. Um, I might get like some other candies or something and put it in there and then my little card and I write a personal card to everybody. Mm, very nice. And that's that's my gift. I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna do that for my neighbors because mm-hmm. I got cards but I was like I kind of want to give them a little bit of a gift too. So I think I'm gonna do that for them. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be cool. That's a good idea. And it's yeah. cheap. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing with neighbors is I was gonna do gift cards but what do I do for houses that have more than one person, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, um, yeah, but a share. Be what you mean? What you do? <laughs> I know, but, but a I share was like, is do I are... increase the price on the gift card? Do I like what do I do? You know. So, so my this is the approach that I've learned to take with with shopping is I give according to what's in my budget not necessarily what is I'm trying to say how the best way to say it because it could very easily become spending outside of a budget to make something fit versus this is what I can afford right and you know more focusing on the thought piece um because I have found myself well like oh no I gotta buy for the whole family and then if I buy for the family it needs to be in and before I know it I'm like this has gone over what I'd intended to pay so this is what I'm gonna give yeah y'all figure out how you want to use it because <laughs> it does very get smart uh, it gets expensive yeah. and you just don't want to get it fall into the hype of commercialization fall into yep exactly because part of it is like i prefer to spend like my larger amounts on people that are closest to me you know so i don't want right. to blow my budget buying 15 gifts for coworkers or neighbors and things like that so that's a good idea. 
That is a really good idea. And honestly, yes. neighbors, like, just give a card. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. I mean, like, I do why have you cards. have to you know, buy I keep Christmas cards on deck. And I think handmade stuff is homemade stuff. I like the idea that you have, especially if there's thought behind it. So, like, for my, for the custodial staff, I bought them soaps. Um, and I got it from a local black-owned shop. So, I'm trying to, like, kill two birds with one stone. Like, okay, well, let me go support the small business and their um, handcrafted soaps. And I'm going to get them. I'm, next, I want to find, like, some lotions. So, I'm trying to focus on, like, senses and also because they are constantly around these chemicals all day like you probably could use a nice exactly scent. <laughs> yeah so it's not super expensive it's something i can still personalize that you know because people like give them a gift card and snacks I'm like i don't know what they like to eat yeah that's hard because you're like i don't know what they like i don't know what people are allergic to like all of those right. things so you definitely don't want to just get something super generic something that people are gonna be like i'm never gonna use this you know so right uh, right. Yeah, so, I like that idea. I like that. Yeah, idea. and that goes into kind of the episode we re-released last week about like the challenges of the holidays. Um, and it's one of the reasons why Christmas is probably my least favorite mm, yeah. holiday because of the, like kind of just like what we just talked about. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> like, yes. it's, fun to, it's fun to give gifts, but when you find yourself more preoccupied with the stress surrounding mm-hmm. it, it's like, this like is Like the obligation of away. gift giving. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because that was my thing around like, okay, am I feeling obligated to do things or am I doing it out of a place of, I really want them to have yep. this or I really want them to yeah. be a part of this so yeah mm-hmm. and this is why i like socks mm-hmm. socks are just my thing yeah yeah that's a good one yeah socks are always a good little um gift give you know fuzzy socks and i i personally ones. love <laughs> socks so i love to give other people socks i have been talked about about my consistent <laughs> sock giving and that's okay that's okay because because you can never have too many fuzzy Thank socks. You. you really can't. That you know what? And gloves. I feel like this about this episode. This episode is fuzzy socks. We've and gone gloves. way too long. <laughs> we on this went topic, on, on a tangent. <laughs> on a tangent. So look, we're not saying buy us anything, listeners. But you just heard what we like. I'm just saying that. <laughs> there you go. I like knee socks. Oh, if we the knee specific. ones. Those are nice. I like knee and thigh socks. But this is the thing. They don't make super plus size because these these calf muscles they're not gonna fit in any regular knee socks yeah you know so Mm -hmm. i wonder who i need to call about that (laughs) (laughs) who was that it was somebody else that was saying the same thing about like the calf part like they don't really make they don't all the time make them where they'll stretch to around like your calf muscle my sister-in-law i think that was her they don't let me tell you about the life and struggle of a thick woman (laughs) well i have a question you guys you know we are coming up to the end of 2020 we have less than 14 days left in the year and so 2020 has been a a rough ride we can't say that enough or we have said that enough but i really wanted to ask a question that focuses on like something that you are proud that you got to do this year so my question is what's one thing that you're proud of yourself for this year like not proud of but proud of yourself for this year i am proud of myself for getting office space and opening a small Mm -hmm. assessment practice yes i'm in the very beginning stages getting it off the ground but (laughs) i'm proud that i didn't say oh well let me just wait and, you know, didn't put it off. Just was like, no, we just need to go ahead and dive right in. It probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. As at <laughs> probably like a week or two later, I learned or confirmed that I was pregnant. So, um, you know, handling both of those things. But I am, I'm, I'm still glad that went ahead and got that started. What about you guys? Yeah, that's something to be proud of. That is. Especially with everything else, like you said, you learned you were pregnant a week afterwards. You are in the midst of like creating a new family, getting married, you know, all of these things, getting a new home, all of that. And so that's definitely something to be proud of. I'm proud of you for that, girl. Thank you. I think I told you that on Friday. I was like, (laughs) you better get it. Do it all. That is good. That's good. (laughs) Who said you can't be 
a wife and a businesswoman. Hey, okay, okay. crush that. Crush that. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say for me, kind of on a, on similar lines is um like really launching Dr. April Scott, getting the website up, getting the social media. I've hit I'm over four hundred followers hey, and bur- like bur- since I think <laughs> August. So I'm like super excited. I've been reading the blogs since um, that's good. Thank yes. you. Thank you. So that is definitely it's been a challenge just with everything this year. Cause the way the year started where the idea what I realized like, okay, I'm ready to to make this thing happen. I was January it was a result of attending a conference and just like, okay, this was an mm-hmm. affirmation that I needed. And so, and then a month and a half later, COVID came and just like wrecked yes. so much. And then it also put my full-time job on hyper speed. So all that to say, I'm proud that I was still able to get those things done for yes. my, my personal endeavors in the midst of craziness on the professional everything yes and I am definitely proud of you for that too because I know that's something you've been wanting to do yeah I know you were like I'm gonna get it up and running I remember talking about that last year and COVID or 2020 could have been a good excuse to be like I'm just gonna delay it I'm not going right. to do it this year. Everything is crazy. But you were like, nope, like this is what I said I was going to do. This is something important to me and I'm going to keep it rolling. So, yes. And I'm the so site looks you. so great. Thank yeah, It looks so it good. Thank you. It does. Thank you. So definitely. Um, one thing that I am proud of myself for this year is like my increased self-awareness of like how like my emotions how I'm feeling and then not just awareness of it but acting on it so in moments where I'm like I'm feeling kind of depressed usually I will let that spiral and get deep into that Um, but this year I felt like as soon as I noticed the signs I was like talking to y'all about it I was like what do I need to do like pulling myself out of it as soon as I noticed like I'm slipping on like health or things like that I was able to act and do something different Um, so I'm really proud of myself for that because I usually just slide into that thing and I'd be like look I see y'all on the other side but I'm about to go into this depression real quick and that's so important to recognize that and be able to be very quick to act you know yeah it's hard it's Uh really hard especially when it's been my pattern to see it coming Uh, and uh then just feel helpless like up it's coming you know like I can't do anything about it because I know certain times you know when it typically comes up so I can see it coming from a mile away right but in the past I haven't done anything I've just let it like overcome me and I think this year I was really really determined to say with everything else going on in 2020 you do not have the space or the capacity to be depressed too so we're gonna have to do something about this you know so I'm proud of myself for really holding the line and kind of balancing that as it happened throughout the year. So well, kudos yeah. to us. All right, I know. Yes. I'm so excited. You know, I think it's I think it's so good for us to be able to be in this space of like 2020 was a hell of a year, but we did some stuff. You know, uh-huh. and so. I encourage listeners to do that too. Like take some time to say like, what am I proud of myself for this year? Not what am I proud of? Because I think we can get into that space and we're like, I didn't accomplish what I wanted to. Right. Yeah. But what are you proud of yourself for? And if that's just making it to December 20th, 2020, then there we go. That is enough. There you go. That's more than enough. If you have to survive this far and you didn't have to be hospitalized yes. or losing your mind yes you did not crack let me tell you or you did yeah. not break you might have cracked but right you didn't break yeah yeah that's something Cause... to be proud Ooh. of yeah yes agree yeah so definitely check out onyx psychological services and april Solution. scott consultants yeah. yeah sorry onyx psychological solutions <laughs> give me right over here yes <laughs> look because yes. the other one is you gonna find a white man <laughs> oh that one ain't me and she is not <laughs> it's not her not her at all and dr, yeah, dr. april scott.com 
Yes, yes. Come on, me on Facebook, IG, same name, Dr. Yes. April Scott. Ooh, and of course, yeah, we yeah. have Everyday Psychology. So it's 24 Everyday, Everyday Psychology. psychology. Yes, yes. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Awesome. Y'all, we on it. That's okay, right. three we black are. women psychologists. Thank you. Yes. We better do what we do. <laughs> and I will, let me do a second shout out. Yes. I guess I could say this with someone in love. Um, to Creative Mind Law firm based out of Birmingham they are all about helping um creatives and helping people protect their intellectual property Mm. um so a lot of like what we do and so just in one consult I learned so much about like next steps because you want to make sure that you're protecting um you know the stuff that you put out there because we saw especially with the whole where the money resides how somebody snatched up his domain well, not his. It wasn't his, but, but they domain. saw it go viral, and they bought it, and he had to buy. It. I don't know. Maybe they gave it to him, but he had to get it from them, and wow. just like all yeah, like people so, will yeah, take your shout stuff. them out. Yeah. Yes. That's one thing I learned so. with trying to create. Like, um, drsharidade.com is gone. Like somebody bought it. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, because that's a very specific gone. name. Very specific. Wow. Um, and it's on sale for about three thousand dollars. So. Ooh. Jesus. I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> they must have listened to the show. They can have it, right? <laughs> right. They can have it, you know. Um, but yeah, people will take your stuff, so it's really important. So shout out to them, Creative Minds, um, in Birmingham law firm. Law firm yes, in Birmingham. Awesome, awesome. So learn so much about protecting your stuff hey. and how to do it. So protect yourself. Well, speaking <laughs> of protecting yourself. We know that we're at the end of the year and people often make decisions about what they're going to bring into the new year, what they're going to leave behind, what they think is healthy or unhealthy that they want to change for the upcoming year. And so today's show is all about are you leaving something behind or not? Like what it, what is that thing? Um, and honestly, I think people are probably a little nervous about setting New Year's. <laughs> plans or looking at anything but (laughs) I want to talk about that because that has often been like this thing like um no new friends 2020 you know whatever the saying has been in different you know upcoming years and just want to kind of talk about what that's like what does that sense to come from is that a healthy position to take um is it you know maybe not so constructive what do you do with that and how do you actually make it more less about, you know, canceling people versus, you know, setting new boundaries for yourself and creating healthier spaces for yourself? So I want to start by asking you guys, have you ever like went into the new year saying I'm leaving X, Y, Z behind or, you know, no new friends 2020 or whatever it might be? What has been your cut off thing for the new year at at, at any point yeah I have definitely mm-hmm. you know sworn to cut off people I don't really do the no new friends mentality um so that one doesn't doesn't resonate with me but I've definitely said you know what new year we're not doing this in the new year and I think there is something and I, I know like new year's resolutions and those things catch a lot of flack but I think there is something symbolic about starting a new year. So it kind of, that's usually what triggers people to start reflecting on the past and mm-hmm. what you want to be done on the first of the year. So I think out of that reflection, you kind of decide, like, I don't want to do another year of the same thing or the same person. So I've definitely um, yeah, have done a, this person ain't following me into the new year. Right. Let me tell right. you, they're not making it to the new phone. That's been me. <laughs> not making it into the new phone. Lord Yes, that has been me where I've been like, let me tell you, I'm never speaking to this person again or I'm not taking them into my new year. Um, and typically for me, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, usually because, you know, changing behaviors. Um, you gotta do more than just say it. You gotta do more than just say it. And I don't realize that, or I hadn't realized that in the past when I was just talking my talk, you know, um, because it takes a lot of commitment and boundaries 
and strength to do that. So yeah, that's been me. I know I've done it plenty of times. What about you, Erica? I'm trying to think like, well, honestly, I think I probably cut people off in my head probably every five minutes. So New Year's (laughs) is really hard (laughs) to be a pinpoint because I remember having a date of when I was going to break up with somebody like, yeah, we good. I've decided that on the 28th, that's going to be our last day. It's kind of like, why the 28th? Because it hits on a Sunday and I just want to start at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, right. I, I don't know. I've never really, one, I've never really been big on like the New Year's resolutions or anything like that. Um, because I know I'm not going to stick with it. So, um, I've had to kind of do other kinds of changes, like mindset changes and things like that have been more feasible for me, but I've never really done that. But I have often seen people and I've noticed that it's kind of a certain type of person who's often like cutting people, cutting people off. Like they're often like, I'm cutting, you know, so-and-so off. We're not about to do this. Um, And oftentimes I've found that, especially like when it's friends or people that I know, that it's really some interpersonal factors about themselves that I feel like they need to actually address versus like cutting other people off. And just wonder if people reflect on, you know, when we're talking about cutting relationships off, if we've thought about our own contributions to what, um, is driving that versus just saying, I'm just going to cut stuff off with people. Yeah. They just going to be gone. They just going to be gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. that's one aspect that people, that we need to start thinking about before we start saying, you know, they're not making it into the phone. <laughs> they're not making it into the new year, you know, making sure that you've at least reflected on, what was it about that relationship or what was it about that particular situation or circumstance that, um, you know, you contributed to so that you don't actually have a repeat just with a new person or a new situation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. And I think sometimes it could be both and. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I think it is, it's like, it could be both like, cause I would hope that if, but you never know. I would hope that if people are making the decision to like end relationships, there has been some reflection on all pieces. Um, but if a person isn't doing that, then absolutely. But I do think sometimes it can be both. And where you say, you know, like this is where I contributed, but also this relationship is not worthwhile to continue. Now, if you're finding yourself constantly in the same types of relationships yeah. and having to constantly, um, that could be an indicator of a lot of things because it may be old relationships that you're finally getting to the point of, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it could be a pattern um, that you struggle with. So all of it is valid info, but I think that is, um, I agree that it's important to kind of look at all aspects of it, but also just say, just acknowledge that it can be both and. Like, I contributed to this. However, I still don't need to have this person. And I agree. And I think that's kind of the situation that I'm thinking about is like people that you notice, like this is kind of your pattern. This is actually a pattern for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 Well, how do, what do you guys think about how people should, I'm not going to say how people should know when it's time to cut people off, but is there one of those things where you're like, okay, yeah. What are some signs that people should be able to see and say, yeah, it might be time to cut off this relationship. It may be time to cut off, you know, this pattern that's happening with this relationship. I think once you start asking yourself those questions of is, do I really like, is this serving me? Mm -hmm. Um, And once those like thoughts start popping up, when if, when the relationship starts to feel more like an obligation and a burden than an organic, like you find yourself saying things well I've known this person for so long or we've been through so much and it's like 
there should be more to yeah. sustaining a relationship yeah. than than the past than history you, than history yeah um so i think once you start finding yourself having to convince yourself to maintain a relationship it's time to start evaluating that's a good um, one that's a good one because yeah. i've definitely had those situations where it's like well i've known them since i was a child or i've known them since i moved to you know school here or something like that and so I think if you're in a space of you're their friend out of obligation, as opposed to really wanting to continue that relationship, that might be a sign. That definitely might be a sign. Absolutely. Another one is like, how do you feel when you're interacting with that person? You know, do you feel Uh like, oh man, like this is a really good time? Or are you dreading engaging? Uh Or like after you leave that engagement or after you leave that activity, y'all hanging out, are you like, depleted you know yes. and not filled back up you know like those yeah. are definitely signs i also yeah. think or if that you if even you, get anxious oh. anxious yeah if you no, get anxious ahead. about it yeah yeah no, i was gonna say i also think if it feels very one-sided um you know because i i talked to a friend probably like this past summer and it was just kind of like they were constantly talking about like the things that they've done and you know they're always there for a particular friend and whenever it's time for like important things for their life, like you're like, Oh, where's so-and-so, you know? And it's like, Oh yeah, they're not, you know, participating. It's kind of like, wow. Like you, you just got finished practically like uprooting your whole life to like help this person do something like, and that's constantly you. And it's like, the smallest thing like there's not that reciprocity and and not that you have relationships for people to do things for you right right but right right there is this there is a a a space for reciprocity in some way it it may not even be equal but it should at least be equitable and Uh you start to notice that like huh I'm kind of the only one that's really giving and putting effort and trying I think that's when you need to start like saying you know what maybe I don't feel like I mean maybe this person doesn't necessarily think they're not my friend but this relationship is probably not really serving me in the way that would you know be positive Uh or beneficial or helpful Right. That's good. That is a good one. And I think knowing how to pivot in relationships too. So like we're not saying that it has to be all or nothing, but mm-hmm. I think it's good to know like where you stand in relationships so you can adjust accordingly. So yeah. if like for the example you listed to Erica, so for that person it's kind of like, okay, so that doesn't necessarily mean that they need to cut that other person off. You need to adjust your expectations as well as your own behaviors in that relationship because it's not equal so it may be a little bit of I'm gonna pull back a little bit because I'm not getting nearly what I'm putting putting into. in yeah and I think a lot of people struggle with that um which is why it's like I'm just gonna cut people off um because they don't know how to and sometimes people won't let you shift roles right. <laughs> in relationships too I'll acknowledge that as well well but I think that's a part so of it. So let me ask you guys this. So how do you, so for, for someone who is in that situation, right? Because I do feel like there's all these things that lead up to, you know, I'm not bringing this mm-hmm. person into 2021 or whatever. How do you go right. about having that conversation with a friend or with, with, with the with the person you're leaving behind, with the person that you're considering leaving behind, because I mean, yeah, at the yeah. at the yeah. at the end of the day, like I, I don't necessarily want to cut people off without having a conversation, right. you know, or you know whether that, that conversation ends up being a closure conversation or that conversation mm. ends up being a healing conversation, but approaching that conversation might be why people don't do yeah, it and then sure. just end up going to the straight I'm just going to cut things off so how does yeah, one yeah. initiate or approach that kind of thing or I think first is having the conversation right because I think when it comes to like new year new me people don't have the conversations right it's just right. very much like 
I'm going into this new year. It's a lot of, uh, this is what I see. I'm going into this new year. It's a lot of people who don't know they're not coming with me, but guess what, boo, you ain't coming with me. (laughs) And they're not having those conversations. So first brace yourself and ask if I'm going to cut this person off, is this a space, you know, is this relationship worth a conversation? Right. Um, And I would hope that you answer, yes, it is. Um, But I think first, even just taking that step to ask, you know, have I had a conversation about what's happening in this relationship um, and had a, an ask, like, this is what I need from you. I need time. I need you to give more to me. And this is what more looks like. And so I think first is just even asking have I had the conversation, you know, um, and if not really sitting down and putting your, putting your big pants on and saying, let me, let me talk, let me express and use my words to express my needs and to express my boundaries and to express, you know, my deal breakers. Um, and so the first step would be doing a little bit of that. Yeah. I think, I would say I think it depends on um, the why you think this relationship needs to end. And I will also hope that there has been conversations before this grand decision, because I don't I don't I won't say that it's absolutely necessary to have a conversation about it every time, especially if um, it's already been established, like you've already made your ask and nothing changed. Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like. Because then, because what can happen, especially depending on the nature of the relationship, you can then easily get manipulated into getting back in that, in that cycle of, well, I promise I'll do better or things, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, eh. mm-hmm. so kind of on those, I don't think it's even necessary to announce. And, and that's honestly with those announcements, that's hurt. Anytime somebody is like having to announce, like I'm cutting this person off, they're hurt. And what's probably happened is they haven't told the person who hurt them that they're hurt so they have to do this big cutoff versus I have had this conversation with this person multiple times nothing has changed this is all the information I need and I got to get the closure on my end so Mm -hmm. that's kind of how Mm -hmm. I would differentiate between the two yeah at some point some communication would hopefully have happened already you know um definitely so then is it appropriate at that point to move forward with like, I'm just going to change the way that I move versus saying something? I'm, I'm Because I, I want to make sure that, because I, I, I feel like there's some people who will say, well, we've talked about it and I just don't feel like I need to have another conversation with them because they already know where I stand. Um, and we'll move on to the, the, the cutoff point versus people who will maybe use that as an excuse because they're not comfortable having the conversation. Cause I have seen a little bit of, I've have seen both sides of that. Like I've seen people who part of their pattern is they're not comfortable with confrontational communication. And so they'll just go, I'm just going to cut them off. I'm just going to change the way that I move. Not because they feel like there's been efforts to resolve, but because they're not comfortable with having those difficult conversations. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that is a big point, you know, with thinking about like, how, are you cutting off because you've had those conversations in the past and nothing has changed? Um, or are you cutting off at that point because you are avoiding the conflict, right? Um, and so being able to, and, and of course, you're the only person that knows that, right? So that's that, that where right. that insightfulness comes in, where you sit down and right. really like first have a conversation with yourself around, you know, what is this relationship? What are, what have the patterns been and what do I need to do about that? So reflecting on all, all the pieces, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I go back to the same thing of if a conversation has been had about it, I don't see that as avoiding conflict because you've had the the conversation or conversations yeah, about yeah. the conflict. And so once 
you have allowed time to go past and it's still not moving in a positive direction. I'm personally, I've just never been a fan of having multiple conversations about telling someone how to treat you or after, after one, two, three, and it's still, cause that's, that's an answer. That's a, that's uh what do you call it? Grist for the meal, so to speak. Yeah, um, cause I think yeah. sometimes those, those quests for closure, it can also be change my mind or I'm holding on to a mm-hmm. hope that this will turn around and that could lead you to digging in a little bit deeper into something that's like, yeah. Hey, pay attention to the direction of this. And I also think it has to do with the relationship itself. Like what is a little different, a familiar relationship versus a romantic relationship, a best friend versus a, a fourth cousin that you talk to once a year. So I think back to what Shari said of like some of it, that person is going to have to like, they're the only one that really knows. Um, but I think like tying it all together of what we've said is the communication of the need communication of the ask um and i think how you handle the cutoff is going to vary i think people are old respect people are old respect but i'm also like it could get tricky because if i don't know i'm just i i personally hate having the same conversation over again Mm-hmm. And so that's all yeah. I think about is like, all right, so for the fourth time, let's talk about how <laughs> back in February right. and March when I asked, this is like, right, dude. right. Because you also don't want to get into that space of feeling like you have to beg people to treat you how you want to be treated, like you said, or beg people yes. to be your friend or be in your life. You know, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, I think one of like what we're saying is like, just don't. It's a it's a slippery slope when you just do the cutoff real flippantly, where you just like right. I'm just cutting all these people off who didn't call me in December. They knew that I was going through something. It's right. like, well, right? Come on, did they? <laughs> did and everybody's right. going through something. Just because you made through. a Facebook post, maybe I wasn't on Facebook that day. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> so I think then, you can't get into that. Like that that kind of brings me to my next yeah, question. So let's say you have moved forward. You're like, you know what? I know we've had a conversation in the past at some point, And now I'm just going to shift the way that I move. And then the person who you've made the shift from comes back and say, hey, I noticed that you're moving different. Because especially like you were saying, um, April, sometimes people want to allow you to kind of change who you are in a relationship. And let's say you've done that and now they're like well wait a minute you know you're you're not doing all the things that you've always done that I've expected of you to do in this role and they approach you what does that conversation now look like I missed the last part of that I said said, what did you say after they approach you yeah after they approach you like what does that conversation then look like or do you feel like Oof. at that point you're they're owed a conversation? I have had this exact scenario, <laughs> this exact scenario happen, like almost word for word, um, where there was a a friend, a friend guy who we had been friends for a minute, um, dated, and some things that I had asked for out of our relationship, I wasn't getting. I wasn't getting certain needs met, and I'd communicated that with him numerous times, and realized kind of you know finally came to realization like okay this is what's this is the nature of this relationship it's not going to change i made my request known he's hurt them he said okay i hear you i acknowledge you nothing has changed so at that point i began to move very differently Mm -hmm. and one day he you know hit me up was like wow you don't do x y and z anymore and you know and you used to and literally named and i said yeah because I realized that nothing was going to change in our relationship. And so I made the decision that I'm not doing those things. I'm not going to engage you in the same way. And he's just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and he didn't like it, but he also had nothing. No leg to (laughs) stand on at that point. He got nothing else to say. Like what you going to say about that? You know, I noticed that I am an over communicator. So I will 
you know, let's make sure that we, you know where I stand. So I'm going to tell you and then I'm going to tell you again. (laughs) Like I I can be an over communicator. And so I think in those situations where people come back and they're like, hey, I see you moving different. Like what's going on? I will have probably likely had that point of communication where it's like, no, I've already said I'm going to move a little bit different. And this is where, this is where I stand with that, you know? Um, so yeah. Well, and it's hard. It's hard to do because I, I am also, you know, bad. If I don't put those boundaries in place, it's very easy for people to, to come back in. So that's partly why I am kind of a, like, I'm not about to have a closure conversation because it's too easy to like to allow kind of wiggle second, their third, way. fourth, fifth. Mm. Yeah, it's like you only get so many times to disappoint me or show you, you know, that type of thing. But um, it it keeps going back to communication. And um, this is why I very and I much think also so appreciate effort. the block button. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've only blocked like I haven't really blocked any. Well, I always unblock them. It's usually like yeah. mad in the moment. Girl, no. but, I will block yeah, you on I email. Know. I will block you on cell phone. <laughs> Um, and will. I hate, I you remember will. changing. block button don't even have the word block anymore. No. It, the word has been so rubbed funny. off. It's so, listen, <laughs> let me funny. tell you. Cause like, and then I hate when I change phones because when you change phones, you got to go mm. back in and reblock people. And you see a message come through like, I blocked you two years ago. You know? <laughs> <laughs> How did this come through? You why are phone. you still here? Why are you still, first of all, why are you still messaging I, me after two years and you've been blocked that long? I'm horrible because I do not, I don't use the block. I don't use the block button and I probably should, you know, there are people who should have been blocked a long time ago. Um, But I, I need to, I need to strengthen my block finger. You know, I need to do a little. Listen, I I set you all the way up, honey. You just give me, me, you just give me a list. But like, just give me your phone. Uh, uh, like I'm not even gonna tell you who I'm right. blocking. I'm gonna go through know the whole. They blocked. need to be blocked. She'll thank me later. <laughs> yes. Like I haven't heard from such and such in a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. Erica, don't put there's a, a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason. So I do think, um, and we've talked a lot about a few different things. We talked about kind of your own needs. Um, in, in your reasoning mm-hmm. for why you're seeking out um, changing the nature of a relationship. We talked, we kind of talked, touched on boundaries, um, you know, and kind of setting these things for your, for your own sake. Um, April, you've mentioned kind of like why it's important to like, not necessarily continue to have these conversations with people because sometimes those conversations feel more coercive and feels like people are mm-hmm. trying to get you to change their stance versus understanding your stance. Um, so I think it's it's important for us to kind of think about our why, like you said, um, what is the why that you're seeking out this conversation? What do you hope to accomplish by this conversation? And if someone has already communicated where they stand, you see that not only in their verbal communication, but in the way that they treat you, their actions around the relationship, then you have your answer. And then at that point, go ahead with you, you know, they, they don't bring them in 2021. <laughs> Leave them right where they like, at. Go ahead with your block finger. <laughs> right. Hit that block. Take a page out of my book, honey. I got a block list so long. I look at the numbers. I don't even know where, what they are, who they are. That's so most of mine are spam. Yeah, mine are spam. Mine are exes. Mine are um, ex-friends that I need to not be calling because um, I'm the only one reaching yeah. out. You know, it could yeah, be. Yeah, man. Listen. That's good. That's I got a good some family, that family in there. They don't know. Oh, <laughs> they don't even they know they're on, the know they on the list. <laughs> Child, I just be busy, honey. I love busy it. Busy blocking you it. out my life block party block party oh we should do that we should have a block party and go through my phone and just block folks i just i need it i need it in my life don't tell me honey oh gosh 
Awesome. Well, I think that was a good recap. Good recap. So as, hopefully this, that's helpful as y'all are moving into 2021, which I am ready for um, a new a new year, ready for a new year. Um, so that brings us to the space in our show where we send our love to people, um, entities or things. And so want to check in to see if you ladies have someone, something that you would like to send your love to on our last recording of the year. <laughs> I got one inspired by Erica, her send one your hate. Uh, nice. <laughs> I'm not going to send hate. I'm going to, I'm going to lean into my frustration and annoyance and not send them hate but instead send compassion look at you on your michelle to, uh, they go low we go to, high sometimes <laughs> like, I am not when michelle said that i said hold up hold up Con- context matters how low Thank they you. going because you go low enough i'm gonna get underneath right don't, don't go so low that I you am, reach my feet you the first because <laughs> you might have to get a listen, song down you the first you the first lady you got a little bit more at stake you got a little bit more at stake than, <laughs> than i do so i get why you said it i get that <laughs> but uh, see where you was coming from i would have said boo <laughs> i i get it mm. um I would have sent my love out to all delivery workers, postal workers, um, any, whatever, anybody that has to deliver anything, Postmates, whomever. Um, Because I know this is a ridiculous time of year by the numerous amount of amounts of packages that have not arrived on time. And I don't mean a a couple days. I mean, (laughs) we're talking about weeks and you just now scanned my right. page it went out on the fourth wow. why did i just get a notification that it's been accepted on the 17th so wow i have just and that's kind of what inspired my last blog is i had to have a come to jesus come to jesus meeting with myself and say april nothing in any of these packages are life-saving um it's not medicine it ain't food that's a great reframe like, it'll get you know It'll get here when it gets here. You didn't need it. They didn't need it because they would have had it before December 25th. So we're talking about an industry that, especially with the post office, we know what has happened with them. So in an effort to possibly steal an election, we screwed up holiday season. Okay. <laughs> well, not we, but they. Right. Yeah. Um. So I know they're probably catching hell, too. So, sending love out to all those who are affected by delivery season. That's a great That's one. A one. Great one. Yeah. Um, I want to send my love out to everyone who has endured a loss um, related to um, the pandemic, but and also people who've just endured a loss during this pandemic, whether it was related to it or not. It's been a very difficult year, very stressful, trying year. Um, and to add on top of that, just the, you know, the the hurt of losing a family member or loved one cannot be easy. And then going into the holiday season as well um, can be difficult for a lot of people. So I want to send my love out to anyone who is dealing with that. I know we have some listeners who are dealing with that. Um, I have dealt with it myself. Um, and just want to let you know that, you know, we're, our thoughts are with you. My thoughts mm-hmm. are with you. My prayers are with you. And you know what? We're going to get through this with all of the dark days. You know, there's just a hope for a brighter one. And just to, you know, try to stay positive where you can and where you can't get support. So Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, definitely. Thoughts are there. Um I want to send my love out to Brian Fleming, um, my boo who works at Doctors Care and helped me manage my anxiety around going to get this COVID test. Um, I have not gotten a COVID test all of this time because I am like 
a super quarantiner. Like I am like, I'm not getting out. The only people I see is like April, Tiffany, like I'm like, no. Um, but I am traveling home for Christmas because I have not seen my mom since last Christmas. And so I'm going to go get tested before traveling just to make sure everything is good. And my anxiety about this test was on an all-time high is so (laughs) Brian has talked to me through the process was like look girl what you need I will be there like you are gonna be fine (laughs) so I want to send my love out to him because he did not have to do that like he literally was like let me like this is what you do like (laughs) call them set up your appointment like you know so he was super helpful um as i was having a shari moment of freaking out over something that the rest of the world has already done a few times (laughs) a few times multiple i think i'm at eight multiple like i called my mom she was like girl i done got tested every week since we went back to school like get it together (laughs) you know (laughs) so so i want to send my love out to him and i want to send my love out to all of the um, people, specifically healthcare professionals who have had to take the COVID vaccine because of their nature of work, um, whether they want to or not. Um, so I want to send my love out to them um, as they are in this first wave, um, as we are going into this new journey of figuring out how to manage this. So I want to send my love out to, to them because I've had conversations with many who are doing it for their patients. Um, and so I think that's a level of commitment that does not always get recognized so absolutely absolutely that's good that's good well hopefully everyone out there has received our love in various ways hopefully they can feel it in their homes um so we want to thank you again for listening to another episode of three sikes and a mic you can find us on facebook instagram under the same name three the number three sikes and a mic you can also reach out to us via email um if you still old school three sikes and a mic at gmail.com or you can always send us dms either on facebook or instagram we do respond pretty quickly to those so please check out um our episodes and i would like to ask for a christmas present from all of our listeners is to share your favorite episode with a friend and tag us so we'll know we can know like what did you share so that would be a very welcome christmas present yes so once again thanks for listening happy holidays whatever you celebrate whether you choose to celebrate hopefully you find some peace and joy in this season and we will check back when with you all later. Yeah, we'll see y'all in 2021. Yes. Onward and upward. Yes. Happy holidays. Where the money resides. Oh, where the money resides. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>